Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to build relationships, earn trust, land the deal, and change lives to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. On today's episode, I want to speak with you about why I fired my first client. Guys, this is pretty crazy to, because, to be honest with you, if you would have asked me a couple years ago, I would have never thought I would be in a position where I had to fire a client. But what I've learned in my business over the past couple years, and as my business has grown, is that there are certain people that I want to work with, and there are certain people that I'm not meant to work with. I'll talk in, on a future episode about finding your avatar, but I want to do all the things to attract my ideal clients or my avatars. And what I want to do is also repel the people that are not my avatar. I want to not work with the people that are not my ideal client. And so what I realized recently is that I'm just not going to work with anyone. Thankfully, my business has grown and I'm at a point where I would like the business and would like to work with people to help them buy a house or sell a house, but I'm not just going to work with anyone if they can't respect me, if they can't have mutual kindness and understanding and if they're just downright rude. So many of my clients I absolutely love working for and working with. We've talked about many of them before, but most of them are absolutely amazing to work with. And I try to do a good job being quick to respond to them, quick to respond to their texts, quick to get back to them. And I also feel like that I do a great job of communicating well with them. I try to be open and honest in communicating I want to make the buying and selling process a great experience for them. At the same time, I know that I give a great experience, and so that also means that if someone does not respect that and cannot understand when maybe something doesn't work out, I don't want to work with a person like that. So I recently had a client that was handed off by a trusted lender partner of mine, and you know I just sort of had this feeling from the start that they might not be a good fit for me. Their price range was pretty tight, and you know I'm not necessarily worried about how much money I make per deal. I'll work with anyone, whether it's a $5 million house or a $50,000 house, but I also need people to trust me and trust my expertise and my guidance. What I realized with this client very early was that they were not going to trust my guidance on what I was guiding them to do in terms of the market, the kind of offers that they would have to submit, and things like that. I should have known at that moment that this was not the right client for me. But I have this policy where I try to be gracious, where I'll sort of let the client make the offer that they want a few different times. But then once we get to the third strike, I'm kind of done and we either take one of two paths. The first path is I say, hey, you need to be aggressive in these offers because of the market. And if you can't do that, then maybe you you need to wait until the market isn't the way it is. And the other path, is that I basically just decide that I'm not going to work with them if they don't want to bring the kind of offers needed in this market. You know, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to waste the selling agent's time. And I don't want to waste the seller's time. I want to be respectful to everyone. So I let them make a few different offers at what they wanted to spend. And I just did it. And I was very honest and open with them when I submitted those offers and said that this was not going to get the deal done, you know, especially when they were asking for seller help and they continued to just sort of make offers that were not aggressive. 
So again, I want people to respect me, the seller, the selling agent, everyone involved. And so if you're going to bring an offer that's thousands of dollars under list price and ask for seller help and all that, I really have to coach you better and say, well, you know, you need to be bringing a more aggressive offer, etc. And so by that third time, I normally with a client get to that point where I'm either like, you know, it's time to either fish or cut bait. And so what I realized with this client was that they were just going to continue to not listen to my advice about offers. Again, I sort of said to them, well, hey, if this house is sitting on the market for two or three weeks, we probably can be a little more aggressive in our offer in terms of maybe, you know, lowballing a little bit. But we can't do that when a house has been on the market for five minutes. And so they continued to just not listen to my advice. But there just came a point where they eventually, I'd gotten a member of my team involved at this point to kind of help and split the deal with me. And we just sort of realized that they were not going to listen. Not only that, but they started to become rude and abrasive. And I don't want to get completely into the weeds with it, but basically there was a time where they wanted to see a house that was about an hour and a half away. And I just said, you know, I I can't do this. I can't do it at this time. And neither could the other person helping me with the deal. And they just got so rude. And I was like, this is it. They wanted to see the home. We could not help them that day in that time. And when they started being rude and abrasive, I knew that I just could not do it. So here's a direct quote from something they actually said to me. And this was kind of like my last straw. They said, if I am pre-approved for a house and I have a pre-approval letter, I expect to be shown the house immediately when I want. That's the end of the quote. At that point, it really kind of put a nail in the coffin for me. This was not my ideal client. This was not my avatar. You know, my avatar is someone that is going to respect me and is going to respect my time. And again, I want to help you. I almost always, on even on day of showings, can say, yep, I'll make it work to see that home today. It's not about the time, it's not about the price range, but what I've learned is that my ideal client is going to be someone that respects me, respects my time, and they are going to not be obnoxious and rude and screaming and cursing at me. And so when the client responded this way, I expect to be shown a house immediately, you know, I instantly thought and I was like, I'm not Cinderella, you know, I can do a lot of things, but I'm not a miracle worker. And so I'm no longer going to work with this client. They had been a lot of drama up to that point, and they had just been a client that was really never going to listen. And so I knew that, unfortunately, the best course of action for me was to just cut off the relationship and have that messy breakup. You know, I really wanted to help the client. I wanted to help them find a home, and I really was willing to go out of my way to make it happen. I learned with this client that I really should have followed the warning signs, and I really should have known from the beginning, you know, this client is really not going to be for me. And so by ignoring the warning signs, I sort of wasted time, but it was a lesson learned for me about, hey, this is the kind of client I'm not going to work with when they're rude, speaking to me like this. And so I want to do business with people that want to do business with me and want to show mutual respect, understanding. And, you know, they're also going to know, hey, John is working really hard to get us into these homes. He's not always going to be able to make it happen immediately, but he's going to try his best and work hard for us. And so I hope you can think about this in the real estate business. And I hope that this story can kind of help you to think about the kind of clients that you want to attract and also the kind of clients that you want to repel. Again, it shouldn't just be a price range. It shouldn't be that, you know, you only work with this type of person spending this type of money, but there has to be 
some boundaries and you have to decide what's important for you. I knew with this client, you know, once I decided that I wasn't going to work with them anymore, I realized, hey, I'm not going to make this mistake again. I promised myself that I would not work with clients in the future that did not respect me or people on my team and would not trust me as I tried to guide them because I'm the expert in real estate, right? But if you as the client don't trust me, well then what do I have to offer you besides letting you into the home? And so I really had to set up some boundaries for this client, but then I fired them and and also for future clients. It's very interesting because in the, in the few weeks since I fired that client, I have been so relaxed in my business. I've been relaxed and able to work hard for my clients and just do things diligently because my clients know that I'm doing the best for them, working hard to get them a home or help them sell a home. And so I think what I've learned through the process, and I hope that you can process this in your real estate business, is that I would much rather fire the clients that don't respect me and don't have any character and, you know, are going to lie and be dishonest, curse and yell at me. I would much rather fire those clients. And I would much rather put two to three times the effort into the client that respects me, that is kind, that wants to do business with me and appreciates the work that I'm doing. So I hope that this can help you as you think about your real estate business. What kind of clients are you trying to attract? What kind of clients are you trying to push away? So I hope you can think about this and I hope that this was helpful for you. With that, I will see you guys on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. If you know of anyone who would benefit from these messages, please spread the word. For more, you can visit us at therealestatesurvivalguide.com. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode. Until then, keep putting in the effort. If you put in the effort, you'll be an amazing realtor.